Welcome, everybody, to Ellie's favorite podcast, What Magic. I'm your host, Troy. With me, as always, Lisa's here. Oh, crap. Hi. <laughs> yes. Hello, Troy. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, we had a technical difficulty there. That's okay. But I knew you were saying hello. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so a special shout out to our new biggest fan on Twitter, at E L L A E S B E S O S. Go follow yes. her. Yes. Yes. So if you're her. on Twitter, go sh- give her a shout out, give her a holler, mm-hmm. tell her we said hello. That's right. And we get into the episode. The Kunts are in Napa for Bottle Rock, which is apparently a festival that goes on over there. Did you look up to see what Bottle Rock was? I meant to do that. Uh, but we were—I was distracted by the tremendous amount of tweets we were getting yes. of love uh, this afternoon that I forgot to look it up. Yeah, you know, we we take uh, our interactions with fans very seriously. So anytime that we can get um, the love that we wound up getting from Ellie on Twitter, uh, we're going to put our full attention into it. So Bottle Rock Napa um, is obviously in Napa Valley takes place May 22nd through 24th, so that tells oh, you when this was was recorded. It's a music festival, okay. It is a music festival. That woman is barely wearing any clothes and looks very nice. Uh, so, obviously, it, it just went on. Let me see if I can go ahead and find a lineup. Oh, uh, I actually found it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it looks like headlining on May 24th was Imagine Dragons. Oh, okay. Um, and then there's a bunch of people that nobody gives a shit about. Logic is good. Um, um, AJR has one hit. Um, a lot of these people I don't know, but that's because I'm old. Um, Neil, Neil Young had lied on Saturday. And Pharrell Williams, we all know him. Yeah, okay. Um, that is... Okay. Yeah. Okay, so do, so clearly they get less impressive as they go further down. Okay, now I've got right. it. Okay, yeah, so Neil Young, Pharrell Williams, uh, Nathaniel Ratliff is a one-hit wonder, but a good band. Cypress Hill, obviously, is a great band. Um, and then we get into people I've never heard of. Uh, and then Sunday, looks like we had Mumford & Sons, uh, Santana, Bishop Briggs, which my uh, baby daughter loves, Big Boy, who's awesome. Uh, so yeah, it uh, looks like a good, good, uh, good show. Chris Method, a uh, Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. Mm-hmm. That's the Jeff Goldblum, by the way. Um, yeah, so pretty, pretty easy one. But yeah, obviously because it is in Napa Valley, uh, big wine enthusiasts, big food and drink and stuff like that. Um, I'm not seeing um, anything at all having to do with the Bella Twins, though. You know who I don't see on this list? Julia Rissick. That's true. She must not have been invited. She that's was not bad. booked. Hmm, that's too bad. Maybe next year, Julia. Maybe next year. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so while I am, while I tonight am drinking uh, some Goose Island 312 beer, uh, perfect. The Bella Trois decided to pop a hundred and fifty dollar bottle of wine. Yes. Uh, 
and talk about how their shitty twat-flavored wine will soon be available nationwide. And I looked, it is 40 bucks a bottle. Well, um, when it is available at Total Wine, I, for the purpose of the show, strictly for, um, you know, purposes, I will be trying it just to let you know how it is. Okay. Just for research purposes, not for enjoyment. Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, they proceed to create the world's worst drinking game, where mm-hmm. you drink every time they utter any kind of sound. Yes. They did. Yeah, so um, they said, like, anytime we say um or ah uh, or ah, uh, and anytime we talk about ourselves or talk about anything else or anything like that. Yeah, geez, you know, like, artem, yeah. anything like that. Right. Um, so they say it's been almost three years since they started Bill Radici, their wine company, because, you know, they blather on that you can make your dreams possible by creating label stickers and putting them on someone else's wine bottles and calling it a business. Right. Well, you know, they've been there when, you know, the poor little men in the fields have plucked the wines off the trees and when the poor little old ladies have stomped in the buckets. Yes. And, you know, ripped up their feet and have been there when, you know... Mm-hmm. Somebody else has poured it into the bottle, and they may have slapped one label on mm-hmm. there just to say that they did the hard work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been about three years since they did that. Yes. Yeah. Three years ago, they did a photo shoot in a vineyard and said, this is our business now. This is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they, they discuss a little bit more about how they want to retire um, and live in a vineyard. I mean, you're both already retired. What's what's stopping you at this point? Well, clearly, it's those other three businesses. I love the that fact they have. Yeah, I love the fact they continue to act like they're busy. But the past four episodes has been them on vacation somewhere. It's true. But yeah, they're busy. They got you know one of them's got a kid. So busy. Yeah. Um, so. I, I got lost in the story a little bit. Not lost in, like, it was in-depth, as in, like, lost as I didn't fucking know what they were talking about. But I guess they were wearing bridesmaids' dresses and walking through a vineyard for a photo shoot. So, apparently, the dresses that they used for their... I think it was a Bella Radici photo shoot um, were the, bride, the maid of honor dresses that were supposed to be used in Nicole and John's wedding. So rather than get rid of these couture French inspired dresses um, the Cole had them in her closet in her guest room and rather than get rid of them they decided they were going to wear them for their photo shoot so Nikki and Brie wore them um, and it was a very freeing experience kind of a closure type experience um and it was good, like where, you know, she thought it was going to be depressing and sad because it was supposed to be a good time in her life. It was actually really good to be able to do that. Fair enough. I, I zoned out even while you were explaining it there. 
Thanks. Uh, apparently, tra- <laughs> apparently tra- trashing dresses is a form of art. So, had to had to write that line down as something that was said. With well, you know, that is something that you know. I actually know people that have done this. They've, you know, have worn their wedding dresses. People have thrown paintballs at them. They've gone into the water wearing their wedding dresses. Um, people that have been divorced, they kind of do it as an fu to their. Why am I, you know, being so genteel here? When this is a show where we can say bad words, um, a big fuck you to their exes, you know, by trashing their wedding dress if they got divorced or just, you know, saying goodbye to their wedding dress. You know, they've had a wonderful marriage and they're not going to get married again. And, you know, as a good memory, they to wear it one last time, they have a last hurrah with it and burn it and do whatever they do with it. Whereas, you know, Bree said she wants to do that, but she wants to save it for her daughter. Because she's a mom. Yeah. Take a drink. <laughs> okay, I'll take a drink because she said she was a mom. <laughs> um, yeah, so... After that, they proceed to uh, bring on their guest. For Special o- guest. For opening up. Daniel Bryan. Sweet face. (laughs) Sweet face. Sweet face. Uh, So, look, we we love Daniel Bryan. Um, We do. I feel bad for the poor bastard, actually. Yeah, Daniel... Daniel is is the type of guy who... He he can be kind of boring. Um, And Daniel does something... Uh, during this section that pretty much every normal parent does where they just talk about how awesome their kid is. Mm -hmm. And that's fine if you're having a conversation between two people who have kids, but when you're doing a podcast, your fans are going to kind of zone out a little bit. Um, You know, especially, I mean, how how else are fans like Ellie going to enjoy the the podcast when they themselves are still a child? You know, it's, it's hard to... You know, it's hard to put themselves in Daniel's place because, you know, hasn't had a first period yet. Uh, so Daniel says, uh, like I said, it's clearly recorded at a different time. And, right. You know, because they, they, when, when the audio completely changes from one sentence to the next. Oh, it definitely <laughs> did. Yeah. Uh, so Daniel apparently doesn't listen to the podcast because he doesn't like it when they talk about sex. Oh, he... No, no, that, that's not even why. He just listens to it because he realizes how shitty it is. Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to use this excuse that I don't want to Like, hear let's about. be serious. It's not even about the pubic hair. Yeah. It's just because he knows how shitty the podcast is. Like, right. it's so shitty, Bree's own husband will not listen to the podcast. I mean, not that I want to hear... About my sister-in-law's cunt either, but, you know, yeah, I think that's a good enough excuse for not wanting to hear how retarded your your wife is. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel, of course, you know, not a drinker, um, which is exactly why he married an alcoholic. And <laughs> Ooh, she was clearly trashed during this whole thing. She, not only that, so every segment she sounded trashed that means on three separate occasions she was trashed because this was recorded like we've said before three separate times their little beginning part where they talk about that they're in you know 
was like 10 minutes of them recording in Napa. Mm-hmm. This here, where they talk about Daniel Bryan being on, was clearly recorded. When is Daniel Bryan's birthday? Because they mention they mention him be him being they mention his what? birthday. So let me see when when Daniel Bryan was born. Because I'm trying to figure. I want. I really want to figure out how how often they record this shit. Um. Okay, so Daniel was actually born May 22nd. That's when the when the concert. So they might have recorded it before they went to. Uh, to Napa, uh, then went to Napa and recorded it in their hotel room there or their Airbnb. Uh, and then I, I'm not sure when the rest of the episode was recorded because that sounded different from this section of it. So mm-hmm. that's just sit down and do it's it's a 45 minute podcast. Just sit down right. and do the whole fucking thing. Especially when your guest is the same person who's going to be on Bella Brains. Right, exactly. Like stay in the same room. Yeah. Keep it spontaneous, just like we said last week. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Daniel just kind of turns us into talking about his daughter, um, saying how excited he was to play with his daughter, uh, Bree. This was a foreign concept to her. Uh, she exactly. Interact with her daughter, so she doesn't know. Um, so then, uh, Bree proceeds to think that people on Twitter are scientists, and we know everyone who has a Twitter account is a genius and can definitely spell great. Uh, and says, ah, oh, excuse me, pushing up their imaginary glasses. But the, exactly. the small intestine is 20 feet long, and the large intestine is 5 feet long? And Daniel's like, yeah, that may be, but length doesn't equal mass. It's it's The large intestine it has more mass, because while it may be shorter in length, it has far more diameter and material in it. <laughs> and I love that without even thinking, he was like, suck it! Yeah, suck it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know... It was like almost like the real him came out. Yeah, because you got to remember, he has to deal with the Bella army at all yeah. times, trying trying to feel sophisticated to other people and trying to tear down hardworking podcasters or or, or professional comedians. You know, I again, we feel for him. He's he is he is our spirit animal on this podcast. Okay. Um. But also, he also does say that if you at him, he won't see it because he doesn't read them. So, right again, another thing that me and him have in common. Uh, so Brian somehow segues into that Bree would have a harder time if Nikki died than if Brian died. Um, which apparently one of the Usos agreed with him on that that losing a twin is harder than a spouse, and I understand that. You know, I I don't have any twins in my family. Um, Thankfully, I don't have twins myself, because I don't know if I would have been able to handle that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have said that twins are so close and they've got such a biological bond that, yeah, it would probably be harder on Brie for her to lose Nikki than it would be to lose Danny Bryan. Not saying that it wouldn't be hard, but, yeah. I also like the fact that, that Brie and Nikki just outed that it was the Usos that he was talking about, even though we clearly we knew. We already knew, yeah. We clearly knew with the fact that he says, my twin friends, which is like, well, yeah, you've only got one. But then also he does an impression of one of them at the end of it. It was like, just hammer it home that it was one of the Usos that said it. Exactly. Like, we don't know who that is at all. Yeah. Uh, follow that up with more of Daniel and Bree gushing over their child because their child is the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we proceed to not have a rumor killer segment this week. So either, So either just like Ellie on Twitter... 
the Brella twins listened to our podcast, or yes. they, they really did just run out of excuses to talk about themselves. Not well, sure. you know, I, I actually, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there was a moment that I noticed that Daniel was, you know, talking about, you know, how he enjoyed being in Napa and all the trees because, you know, he's in Arizona and of course they don't have it. And, you know, the roots of the trees were intertwining and he was telling a story how, you know, if one tree is sick, the other tree will give it nutrients. And then all of a sudden, Nikki was like, I saw a snake, you guys. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Like, this is not about you. Let Daniel finish this beautiful story and this, you know, this thing about this tree. Like, it's not about you right now. Like, why does she have to do that? Yeah. <laughs> can you tell me? Uh, Ellie, can you tell me why she has to do that? You seem to have a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Um, so if you can just at me on Twitter and just yeah. let me know why Nikki does this. Yeah. You'll have to you'll have to at Lisa because when you reported me, I just blocked you. So, uh, <laughs> true story. Oh, which would explain why she was deleting all of her stuff. Yeah, so she could report me. Yep. She could delete her evidence of what That's she right. was doing That's to right. you. But hey, thanks again again for being a listener. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, uh, again, like I said, Brian, spirit animal, has to deal with the Bella Twats and the, and the Bella Army Twats. Uh, but yeah, so we have talked about this on, on the run on proper as well, you know, about narcissists needing to make everything about themselves, such as Chris Jericho. Uh, Jericho is one where anytime he does an interview, he instantly has to make it about himself. Uh, we, we had it right with the new John Moxley interview where John's John talks about leaving WWE and triple H or not triple H Chris Jericho goes, yeah, you know, with the time that I knew I had to leave WWE was kind of similar to it's like, it's not about you. Why are you fucking making it about you? Yeah. So, anyway, so it's time for the debate. I didn't care who won last week, uh, so I just fucking blocked it out of my head. Uh, uh, it was Nikki. The answer okay. was, don't emotionally tweet. Okay. Definitely don't. So um, I have that answer for you. Okay, thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. That's why I have a co-host. That's right. Yep. Uh, so they've been debating over hotel or Airbnb. Does it even fucking matter? My answer is no. Well, apparently between Nikki and Brie, it does matter. Apparently. So, but again, it's the case of their, you know, yeah, they're twins, but they do have different personalities. Brie is somebody who seems to be slightly less materialistic than Nikki. Mm -hmm. And Nikki's a materialistic snobby cunt. You know, who needs to be pampered with the fact that it's got to be five stars. Um, of course, Nikki's, Nikki's response is, do you know how many people have slept in that bed? Probably less than in a hotel. Like, exactly. do you understand that Airbnb is a newer thing? So yeah, there's probably been less. And also with Airbnbs, there's probably been less fucking in those beds, too. Because it's a little bit more difficult when, like, the owner is down the hall than in a hotel room where you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Um, so, uh, Nikki also says, have you ever brought a blue light into the room? That would be a black light, mm-hmm. first off. Second of all, again, there have been shows where they brought a black light into a hotel and shown just mounds of semen everywhere. 
have you ever brought in a blue light? Rotten. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, my yes. my my word autocorrects, so I forgot that she said rotten. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, um, and uh, to me, I, like I said, I don't fucking care either way. But Bree's reasoning of like it's a person's home, they probably care more about it. Is probably pretty accurate because yeah. that's a person who's cleaning up their own house as opposed to somebody who gets who is employed by the hotel. You know, who's just going to go through your shit if you, you know, don't put the do not disturb up sign up there. Yeah, they're just going to wipe the pubic hair off the toilet. They're yeah. not going to clean it. Right. I mean, you know, they're not going to lick it off the toilet or anything like that. They're, they're just going like, to sleep gonna, it. Yeah. They're going to take a piece of toilet paper and just wipe it off. That's right. Yeah. And flush it. They're not going to wash it with a Clorox wipe. Right. Uh, so, out of the blue, we transitioned into Nikki saying that she saw a squirrel with the largest testicles she'd ever seen. This is where you just have to question, like, do you have ADHD? And are you getting treatment for it? Like, look, a squirrel. Yeah. Literally, yeah. that's what that was. This was yeah. a squirrel. Then they, then they both fell down that rabbit hole. Because Bree's like, yeah, first we thought it was like a tumor. And then we're like, no, it's just as nuts. And I didn't realize squirrels had nuts. You didn't realize that a mammal had reproductive organs? <laughs> like, how long has it been since you've seen a pair of hairy nuts? Oh my god. Well, you know, we don't... I mean, I would assume that, you know, Daniel is hashtag Bush, but you never know. Daniel totally has hashtag Bush. Yes. Artem is hashtag no Bush. I, I think that was probably pretty accurate. He he looks like a gentleman who would do some manscaping, and that's fine. Yeah. Some power to you. Uh, personally, men, men should do a lot more grooming than... A lot of them do. I've watched enough pornos or a lot of, enough amateur stuff to realize, like, yeah, you can't you can't expect your girl to be nicely trimmed if you've got a gigantic fucking bush down there. You know, she mm-hmm. doesn't she doesn't need to floss while she's down there. All right, she can do that afterwards. So we take a quick break to talk about Noom. Yes. So what the fuck is Noom? You ask. <laughs> Apparently. I know what Noom is. Do you know what Noom is? I do know what Noom is. Well, let's tell the listeners what Noom is. So Noom is apparently a a workout and diet app that helps you lose weight. Now, you may be thinking, well, Troy, aren't there like a bunch of workout apps and a bunch of diet apps out there? Yeah, that's true. There is a bunch of those. So what sets Noom apart? Well, Noom will cost you $300 a year. That's not a joke. It literally costs you $300 a year. That is true, people. He's not kidding. <laughs> Mind you, that's the that's the reduced price. That's with the, the Bella's discount. That's, yeah. Apparently when his app originally came out, it was $450 a year. Now it's down to $300. I think the Bella's app just gets you a free, like, day's worth of it. I don't know. I didn't listen to their promo code. Noom is a complete fucking ripoff. Yeah. Because all of the stuff that's enclosed in there, you can either A, find by a quick Google search, which, if you type in Noom Diet, there are plenty of sites that just tell you what the app has in it. Mm -hmm. Two, you can get plenty of other apps that will track your fitness and stuff like that for free. You can buy an Apple Watch and, and probably do the same thing. Every every smartphone that's come out in the past mm-hmm. three years has had a its own workout or health app already pre-installed on it. 
Absolutely. That's, that's part of their fucking gimmick at this point. You do not just spend $300 on a fucking app. You should never... Should never... Look, eating healthy already costs you more than eating shitty anyways, which is a real problem. You do not need to spend more fucking money on that. Just do your research the old-fashioned way through Google or through the Pirate Bay if you need to. And... <laughs> And yeah. do not listen to the Bellas do and not spend to the Bellas. $300 on a stupid app. Yes. Uh, so it is time for Bella Brains. Mm-hmm. And, and Brie is on a smart streak. She is on a smart streak. And it's geography time. Yes, uh, so we start off with Nikki. Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy, do I feel like this was very much toned down in intelligence level than the past couple of months have been. This, well, you know, I felt, have a feeling they were looking at that that whole map the whole time. Yeah, so this these questions felt far easier than ones he's asked in the past. Uh, so the first one is, which was the last day to join the United States? Which Nikki gets Hawaii after thinking about it. I, and they were just there. They were just there. Yeah, like um, two trips ago. Yeah. <laughs> the... The only other answer that I would have accepted as not being completely ridiculous would be Alaska. Because obviously it, those are the two most recent ones. Every other state has been around for at least like 100 years. So. I thought the same thing with Alaska that I probably would have been okay with that if they would have guessed that. Yes, yeah. But they she gets Hawaii. Uh, what is the largest mountain range in the U.S.? She responds the Grand Canyon. Sweet Jesus. Though, of course... Daniel is just like, your answer is the actual opposite of a mountain range. <laughs> but then she gets that it's the Rockies. Somehow the she... only thing better would have been Mount Rushmore, like, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, so then we get which states border the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, her first answer is Florida. Her second answer is Georgia. Georgia is on top of Florida. Mm. Does does not touch <laughs> that part. Nope. Uh, then says Texas, which is correct. Yes. Ten- Tennessee, which is landlocked. <laughs> Alabama, correct. Mississippi, correct. Arkansas, also landlocked. <laughs> then we get the doozy, Maryland. And then she proceeds to say, "Well, Maryland's over by Boston." Yeah, so close. <laughs> which, yes. Which, of course... Those I'm of going you, there this weekend. Those of you listening, uh, the Stuart family lives very close to Boston. Uh, <laughs> no, they cannot go and get you some Maryland crabs in uh, an hour. It's going to take a lot longer than that to get there. We can get you some Maine lobster, though. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, so she proceeds to lose... Uh, but Brian says, uh, I'm going to give you a hint, and he just says Katrina, which is like, right, well, thankfully this is not for points, because that... So then she says, oh, New Orleans. Which is not a state. And right. Bri- Brian says, yeah, it's Louisiana. And she goes, what state is New Orleans in? Oh my, uh, seriously. <laughs> is this the point where he slapped himself on the head? Or was that later? Uh, no, this may have been the point because he li- yeah. literally said Louisiana. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, what state is New Orleans in? Yeah. 
and he was just like, I said it was in Louisiana. <laughs> I just said it. Yeah. Like, I, seriously, bitch, how dumb can you be? Oh, my God. So she gets two. And I don't understand how she she does not get that question right. You got everything else surrounding it. That's the worst part about it. You also I know. At, you also said two states that were landlocked and one state that is nowhere near that. But mm-hmm. uh, so then we get a commercial for bowl and branch sheets. Now, did you look look these up? Of course I did. I so, did too. So first, I ha- yes. I had to do a little guess and checking on the name because they do not clearly state the name of this place. They did spell it. Well, they spelled it B O L L and branch later but at first i was like i'm like are they saying boland brand that it was like boland branch then i was like oh it's bowl and branch not bowl as in like cereal bowl b-o-l-l so bowl and branch are oh you said you looked it up you go ahead you can go ahead with this one if you want oh are you sure because i also looked up the luggage so okay so Um, it's cool if you want to do the you, sheets? You go ahead and do, do... You do the sheets, I'll do the luggage. Are you sure? Yes. So for a fitted sheet and a top sheet for a queen-size bed, it will cost you a grand total of $240. Yeah, okay, so $240, all right. So what's what's the thread count on that? Yeah, I didn't look at that. Oh, that would be... A Did th- you? That would be 300 thread counts. So not very impressive. No. Um, so the sheets on my bed, uh, which cost me $75, are 1,200 thread counts Egyptian cotton sheets. Because I, I likes me some sleeps. Now, did yours come as a fitted sheet, a flat sheet, and pillowcases? Correct. Okay. <laughs> For 75 bucks. Total bargain compared to this shit. Yeah. To two hundred dollars for three hundred thread count cotton sheets, and I have a king size bed, so it oh. would have been two hundred and fifty dollars for the king size ones. Yikes! Yeah, and I'm, that's without pillowcases. That's ridiculous. So mm-hmm. that's so that's two of two in terms of their ads for being overpriced shit. So then we proceed to see can can we go three for three? Because then we get away luggage. Yes. Now, away, an away carry-on costs $225. Yes, it does. So I was like, I'm like, all right, I have no frame of reference for luggage. Let me take a look at this. So I typed in carry-on bag. And while it may not have a little charging port to it, uh, I found them for about 80 bucks, And I was just normal... No design on it luggage. So I was like, okay, well, carry-on has like some nice bright colors. So so let me see if I can find something else. I found a special carry-on luggage painted with the Slytherin logo from Harry Potter and the colors for 180 bucks. Oh. Still less than carry-on, which has no special designs to it. Just some bright colors, some pastels. It's but just, it had the charger. It's just fucking luggage. <laughs> but it had. Did the carry-on have the charger? Uh, the Slytherin one did not. No. Oh. Um, but of course, I would have still preferred the Slytherin one. Um, 
you know, because you got to get that that parcel tongue going on there. And Bree yeah. and Bree saw a snake. Um, let me see if I can find carry-on luggage with charging ports. Oh, here we go. All right, so carry-on luggage with charging point. Uh, so I do see um, the away luggage, obviously. Uh, so here is American Tourista luggage at Kohl's and it has a charging port for $65. Hmm. But I then you can always that look can't up. Be right. <laughs> Why? You can <laughs> always look. Then you can always go to retailmenot.com and look up your Kohl's. Look up Kohl's and you can always get like 20 to 30% off the right. scan right there. Yeah. Even without that. It's still more than half of what one of these carry-on things is. So, three for three on, yeah. on their shit-fucking gimmicks. Back from the break, and Bree is here. Mm-hmm. Um, she does mention that they do have a giant map on the wall, which Nikki says she didn't even realize was there. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, so her answers, she does get Hawaii right off the bat. Um, the question of the biggest mountain range, she says, what is that thing in Dumb and Dumber where they say John Denver is full of shit? I'm not familiar enough with Dumb and Dumber. I have seen the movie. I watched it one time years ago to fully understand what this reference was, but clearly it was enough for them to get that the Rocky Mountains is the largest mountain range. Um, and obviously the John Denver thing. And then apparently this also assisted Nikki in getting the Rocky Mountains thing too. Which of course is kind of hilarious that Dumb and Dumber helps Dumb and Dumber. Right, exactly. Um, so then of course Brian's like, well, you didn't, you didn't hear what she first said. And Bree Bree jokes, did you say Grand Canyon or something? (laughs) Which was kind of funny. Yeah. Cause she was like, yeah, I did. I did. I did. Uh, so, then we get uh, the the state said border the Gulf of Mexico. We get Texas, Florida, mm-hmm. New Mexico, which not only is landlocked but on the opposite side of Texas. Yes, it is. <laughs> and this is the point where we get drunk girl Brie going fine, <laughs> which is yeah. such such a drunk girl way to say that. Yeah. Uh, she then also says Georgia. It's not, it's not the worst answer. I'm gonna say it that way. Like Georgia, at least, is in the vicinity there. Well, it's not Maryland. It's not Maryland. It's not the Carolinas, which is her next state. It was like she was like working her way up. Yes. <laughs> so then, then she's like, no, that's the East Coast, uh, Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama. So for the second week in a row, Bree gets Wait, all three right. Yes. And, again, like I said, this week wasn't as egregious as the one in the past. She, she didn't really give him any hints or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. they, she got her first two answers right off the bat. Uh, you know, she had a little trouble with the, the, you know, the last question, but they're dumb. So, so yeah, so now yeah. she's up three to two, and well on her way to uh, getting that bottle, and apparently she has yet to own up for her failing the first five weeks as Nikki reminds her that she still owes her so every week every week um so we then go to another recorded a different time segment as Shannon writes 
even though it's Twitter, so it would technically be Shannon types or Shannon asks, would Brie ever consider doing Dancing with the Stars? Uh, and then Nikki says, well, somebody else, I didn't catch the name. Uh, and when you just say things like Shannon, you don't know, I couldn't fucking look him up or anything. Yeah. Um, that somebody asked who she would partner up with. Um, so, of course, Bree said she'd be interesting, but she's lazy and wouldn't put the work in. Um, but she thinks that Brian should be on as well, and then they should partner with And then they said some names, but again, I don't watch the show, so I don't fucking know. I, see, I know she said Brian should pair with Jenna, and I don't remember who... I couldn't hear who she said she would pair with. And then Nikki said she would do well with Artem. Yeah. So apparently Nikki, a cuck. Um... <laughs> Uh, then yes. uh, Bree says that she thinks that she would do well because she's got the facials down. So good for Brian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, and that is is how we end the episode with Bree talking about if she'd be on Dancing Star. A very shallow episode from it two was. shallow women. Um, well, well, they did end it asking for five stars yes. in a sweet review, mm-hmm. which we never do. I mean, we don't do it on this show. No. Um, we do it on our other shows. <laughs> well, I don't I don't tend to do it. Uh, we, don't, we only ever actually mention it on the rundown. And that's only because, as Jason wanted me to say it, so... And yeah. as that anyone knows, or have, that have listened to the main show, whatever, whatever anybody types into the rundown rundown sheet that we use for the show notes, I say. So, it's... I can't... Yeah. I, I just follow a script, you know? And I, uh, you guys should check out, you know, the Rundown Podcast, episode 400. It is quite the uh, entertaining episode that the boys recorded last night live on YouTube. Well, thank you. Thank you. We had a, we had a lot of fun. Um, at a certain point in time, you can actually hear Ginger's life force leave his body. Yes. Um, we're not We're not sure if he ceased to exist at that point or if his soul just went to sleep while the rest of his body went on like autopilot or do we know if he woke up for work today uh, i'm not entirely sure i also think that there's a possibility that they weakened and burned him for the rest of the show <laughs> but uh yeah uh and then and then sal continued his streak of i think 10 straight episodes pissing one of the hosts off during the show this time it was jason mm-hmm. uh so good on sale to excellent always, to always bring his a game Excellent. So Sal won't be back next week. Uh, he continues to come back. So somehow he's a glutton for punishment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we you know we talked about AEW very ex- extensively, more so than I intend to. We did some trivia. Mm-hmm. I uh, heard that. Which you can obviously play at home yourself if you want. You guys, you guys are smarter than Bella's. That's for sure. I was very impressed. I thought I thought that because uh, I, I I came up with the trivia. I thought that it might be a little bit too too difficult, but they they did a fantastic job. The three guys really knew their shit, and it was very close. I mean, Jason won by one point. So, um, oh, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that means they have no lives. That's right. But it's okay because podcasting is life. That's right. Uh, so, and let's see. Have anything else to say about the episode? Um, which one? This one or the episode 400? Uh, any one. Dealer's choice. Um, episode 400 was amazing. Everybody should check it out, as well as any other um, podcast on the network, especially this one. This one is amazing. It's my favorite. 
but you know you're you know you're partial to it because you're true uh troy is the hardest working man in podcast history well i appreciate that it's not true but i appreciate <laughs> it and uh again shout out to ellie yeah thanks for listening girl yeah thanks uh thanks for reporting me to the twitter police um <laughs> thanks for making fun of the stickers i made but if you want some stickers that apparently are, are terrible, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Rundown Wrestling and become a patron, and I'll send you some stuff. Um, but also on that, you can go over to RundownWrestling.com and vote on our hottest male WWE talent tournament. It is week three. Got another eight matchups out there. Did you happen to get over there and vote? Um, I haven't, but I, you know, I did listen to what I was listening to the rundown. I was surprised at uh, who made it. And who didn't? I, I, I was kind of shocked. I wanted to get your opinion on EC3 managing to to get into the next round. Oh, I'm absolutely bullshit that that ugly <laughs> motherfucker made it. And yeah. I'm actually interested to hear what Kathy thinks of the guy with the numbers making it. I, yeah, I, I brought up the show. I will have to ask her um, and, and see what she thinks. <laughs> um, I was, uh, Daddy Dash had, had a good week. Um, yeah. So he was able to make it out of the next round. Excellent. Uh, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of comments that we got was that 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 was a difficult one to choose from because obviously you got uh, got two big big hairy bears there. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so go ahead and and head over. Also listen to Ladies Night in order to get uh, get the women a little bit of breakdown. We've started to get um, get the wives and girlfriends of the of the podcast more involved uh the most recent episode of her up and cruiserweight featured adela which would be jeff's girlfriend um so not only did we have confirmation that she existed uh but she also did a very good job on her on her first episode of the rundown we hope to hear more from her and obviously we get we hope to get uh, kathy and sam back involved in the podcast in some way in the f- very near future that's because the shows are better with us on it they admit really, it they really are <laughs> um, there's there's a million podcasts out there of, of dudes talking wrestling. There are very very seldom amount of women that are actually podcasting about about it. So, uh, which of course we we always welcome. Uh, so, like I said, um, rundownwrestling.com for all your your needs. And uh, otherwise, we will go ahead and see you next week. Bye. Bye bye.